welcome to Take the Upgrade podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Carrie. And we are sisters passionate about helping others rise to the next level. We are the co-founders and owners of The Natural Shift, and we created this podcast with you in mind. Each week, we will share simple tips that are easy to implement or an inspiring interview, all with the same intention, to raise the collective and to help you step into your best life. We are so excited to have you join us. Get ready to create real progress and lasting change. So let's get started. Hey guys, I'm excited about the interview today. And before I share with you who our guest is, I wanted to remind you of those two free eBooks that are waiting for you to download. You can find the links to those in the show notes. We have the top three health habits that are going to help really take you to the next level. And then we also have an ebook called Upgrade Your Cart. And this is about making healthier choices when you go to the grocery store, but not losing any of the flavor. So I'm so excited to introduce to you today our special guest. Her name is Danny Leithhead. And Danny is a health coach in the Tampa Bay, Florida area. She has been in the fitness industry for 12 years with a background in psychology and nutrition. She partnered with a global holistic health and wellness company in 2014 to heal her body from fatigue, from being out of balance and overloaded with stress. This partnership turned into a journey of mental and spiritual healing and opened up a deep desire to help women between the ages of 30 and 40 get their sexy back while still enjoying their favorite foods. Danny specializes in helping women feel confident in their bodies, fall madly in love with themselves and their spouses all over again. Well, good morning, Danny, and welcome to the podcast. We are so excited to have you on. And I want to just tell the listeners really quickly before we dive in how we met. Um, Danny and I, Danny's part of our tribe. Um, there are four of us ladies that met through kind of an online book club, and we all live um, really all over the world. <laughs> so, um, it's been so much fun getting to know each other, supporting each other, and just having that community. And I think that it kind of plays in perfectly to your topic today in terms of building belief, because you really need to have people around you supporting you to build your belief, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so let's just start by you telling listeners just a little bit about yourself, your background, maybe where you went to college, your career, that kind of thing. So I am a um, originally from Philadelphia area. Um, I moved, I live in Florida now, and I moved here for college. I uh, went to Nova Southeastern University. Anybody's living, listening and that goes to Nova, um, I honor you. But um, I started originally started as a personal trainer, and it was something that I did for um, the last 13 years, 12, 13 years, um, along with corporate working in corporate and physical therapy and insurance with physical therapy for um, some time. And I was always drawn back to that personal training, the life coaching, uh, nutrition part of my life. And the funny story, when I went to college, um, I was really young. I was 17 when I first started college and I went somewhere close to close to home in Philadelphia. And uh, I had no idea what I wanted to do, but psychology, something about psychology in the brain was very intriguing to me. So that is where I started. And that is what I finished with psychology with a, a dual degree in nutrition. But I received certifications for personal training. And that's really what helped me go through college because I ended up having to um, pay for college on my own. And and uh, I did it through personal training and, and I fell in love with the body, the mind and connecting mind, body and spirit. So that's where I am now as a lifestyle coach and personal trainer. Awesome. Awesome. I love how that just kind of, you know, it kind of set you up for what you, you know, you have had the experience by doing that, you know, through college and it helped you. Um, you know, obviously fund your college career and all of that. And then it's kind of all come together now and you're doing what you absolutely love, which is what uh, I love to have people on the podcast that are, they're inspiring to other women, especially to let them know that uh, they can 
have it all really. I mean, we, we all um, have dreams that have been planted within us and uh, we should go for them. Right. I know we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, yes. Kind of goes along with belief. Yeah. So before we move into belief, I know you and I talked recently about goals and how that kind of even, um, you know, plays into belief. So do you want to talk a little bit about goals for a moment? Yes, absolutely. So my biggest goal right now is moving. Um, I've done one-on-one personal training for quite a while and I'm moving into the online space and, um, doing online one-on-one coaching, which, um, you know, at the end of the podcast, we can talk more about that and where people can reach me. Um, but I'm now doing one-on-one coaching online and, and my biggest, I have a very large goal by the end of the year of what I want to see with that. And even, um, I even have my own health and fitness goals. You know, we, we all in our lives evolve, we go through seasons. And for me right now, my biggest goal is getting back into, um, the space of, daily yoga and tuning in to what my body needs most over um, what I feel I think I need. So if my body needs a, you know, a day off from working out, really listening to that or foods that my body eats, just intuitively eating and, and really listening into my body has become one of my biggest goals for this year. And um, I'm very excited about it because it's a completely different area that I'm used to. So, and you know what I love you are helping. And this is what often happens. I find you are helping other people with things that you're on the journey of as well, that you're learning as well. Right. Isn't that how we, we, tend to often teach things and share things that we are learning ourselves, right? Yes. yes. So, you know, that mindfulness piece is so important and there is becoming a lot more awareness around that now, but mm-hmm. it, it's just so key. I'm, I'm like you, I'm trying to be much more mindful and, um, you know, meditation and intuitive eating. And I know we'll talk more about that in just a little bit, but, but yeah, that's huge. So what do you think has helped you with building your belief, your belief that you can achieve these goals? I mean, kind of give us some ideas of things that have helped you along that journey. The biggest thing that's helped me, honestly, is tribe. Um, and, and I'll talk a little bit about that and how I ended up um, doing my own belief on my own as well. Um, but surrounding myself with people who are constantly empowering people who are, um, very positive and realistic at the same time. So if I have a moment where I have self doubt, like in my ability to run a a race, you know, surrounding myself with people who have done it before, who will guide me to do it has helped me a lot. Um, I've, a mentor of mine taught me, I had, um, I had severe body image issues for quite a long time. So that showed my belief in myself was very low. And one exercise my mentor had me do, which is now what I teach to my clients is standing in the, in front of the mirror and just observing who you are. You don't have to have any thoughts, any, any preconceived notions or anything, but just looking in the mirror and realizing I am a human being. I am a child of God. I am, um, you know, I have eyes, I have nose, I have mouth, whatever that is, and honoring that and honoring whatever is coming up for you at that moment, but understanding that is not you. And that creates a belief in, okay, I can, you know, do this. I can look at myself. I just did it for three seconds. So where else in my life can I do something as little and as silly as that sounds and turning that looking at yourself into um, statements of good morning. I love you. I am beautiful. I am willing. I am successful, whatever that, that statement is for you. And that started to build more and more belief in myself because I started to build a relationship with myself. Oh, I love that so much. Um, I was just actually taking some, some notes as you were talking, things that I kind of wanted to kind of expound on. So it is so key to 
have people in your life that do empower you and lift you up. And I would just encourage listeners that if you feel like you're all alone in this, that you don't have anybody like that in your life, you can start by just listening to an uplifting podcast. You can start, um, you know, by being kind of leading the way and being in that positive mindset. And honestly, what happens is we attract more positivity, right? When we have that mindset, we attract more positivity. And then we not only empower others, but we have others that come into our life that then lift us up and empower us. So I think that is just you know, key for people to understand that because sometimes you can just feel alone out there by yourself. Like, well, I don't have anybody like that in my life, but you have the opportunity to change that. We all have that opportunity, right? Yes. And I, and I want to cover that really quick because you made a very good yeah. point. Um, I was one of those people who didn't have that uh, in my life. And I'm not saying the people in my life were not, um, great people. I have some pretty amazing people in my life. I've been blessed with a, a great family and great friends growing up, but my, I always knew I was meant for something so much more. And I always knew that my belief in what I was capable of deep down was so much bigger than what was around me. And I knew in order to get there, I had to do something different. And I first started with listening to podcasts, listening to YouTube videos, reading a lot of books. Um, in my move from Philadelphia to Florida, I still have people in Philadelphia I connect with. You know, as we know, technology is amazing. But to have those five people, five key people that we surround ourselves with, I didn't have that when I moved here to Florida. So what helped me move forward still to this day, our books, our um, podcasts. I mean, I listen to podcasts every single day. I listen to audiobooks every single day. First thing I do in the morning is do affirmations, which I know we'll talk about in a little bit, but um, putting on YouTube and just listening to either a TED Talk or some sort of inspirational video to get me moving and going, reading scripture, you know, these things help significantly and they've helped me grow significantly and level up each time it's I'm called to level up. Yeah, I love that. And that's some really good tips that you gave there because everyone has access to YouTube. It's totally free or podcast. Mm -hmm. It's totally free. You know, so these are things that I think we just really have to sometimes shift our mindset because if nothing changes, then nothing changes, right? If we don't, you know, take the step to make the change. And, and you said something earlier that uh, when we were, when you're talking about I am statements, which are affirmations, and like you said, we'll discuss more, but they may seem, it may seem like something very small and silly, but there's so much science behind that. It's really about retraining your brain to think positive, to see the positivity. Um, and anybody can do this, even if, even if they're, you know, in kind of a really negative space, we mm -hmm. all have the, the choice and the opportunity, you know, to turn it around. So I love that. So let's talk about those kind of I am statements, which, you know, again, are, are affirmations. Um, mm -hmm. Interesting. I just started doing this with my kids. I just started um, this week. In fact, uh, I've been doing affirmations in the morning. And at first it seems weird. It seems silly because sometimes it feels really fake. It feels like, you know, if let's say one of the first ones I started doing was um, telling myself I am patient because I felt impatient a lot. And so it would feel kind of fake, like, well, you know, part of my brain would be saying, well, no, you're not, you're impatient, you know, but you just kind of keep telling. So it feels weird at first, but what you're doing is you're telling your brain, Hey, this is what I am. This is what I want to be. And then your brain, you kind of retrain your brain and you start to really embody that. And I've, I've seen it happen. So I started this week, um, having my kids choose an affirmation for themselves every morning. And, you know, they, they think it's cool that, you know, they, they think it's neat. And so I just tell them, you know, we just repeat that over and over to yourself throughout the day, you know, and it just, it's just starting to shift their mindset. Um, so I think if we can teach some of that early on, because honestly, 
not that affirmations haven't been around, you know, people been doing this for a long time. There's just much more awareness around it right now and the importance of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I love, I love that. I love that you're doing that with your children because that's so important because there's so much influence around us as adults and children, especially. Um, So that's, that's so amazing. And I honor you for that. Oh, thank you. Well, I think, you know, there's so much, like you said, influence and, and can be negativity in the world and kids and adults too, you know, we, it all goes back to your belief. It's just like, you know, the, I can't remember who the quote is by, but it's basically whether you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. And that's just about believing in yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so let's talk a little bit more um, about affirmations. You know, when did you start really doing affirmations? How have you seen those kind of change, even just your day to day life and Mm -hmm. maybe some tips around where people should start if this is a totally foreign concept to them? So um, I was thinking about this the other day, actually, Um, when I fully started doing affirmations, I got really heavy into them the last four years. But when I first started my own uh, fitness journey, I was 19 years old, I came back I was 18, 19 years old, came back from being away at a college that was close to my hometown. And, you know, the freshman 15, we all put it on, right? And uh, except for mine was sophomore year. And um, I just felt at a really, um, at that time for me, it was a low space. Um, And I was, I played outside a lot when I was a kid. And like, I was the kid that was on the bike. You wouldn't see me for like 12 hours. And, um, you know, I was playing softball, ran track. So I knew moving my body would make me feel good. So I would go to my um, apartment where my dad lived. He lived in a townhouse. I would go to the gym that was there and I would just start moving my body. And when something would get challenging, I would catch myself saying, I can do this just five more. I can do this just three more. And I didn't realize at the time that that was an affirmation statement. It was just me in my mind being stubborn because I labeled myself as stubborn. And as I um, grew through my twenties, I realized I was saying other affirmations that were not as powerful The I can't do this. I am stupid. I, you know, I am whatever. And then four years ago, I started implementing those positive affirmations and it really stuck with me. Um, I had a mentor, like I was saying, that helped me a lot with those affirmations and it was getting in front of the mirror and saying them. And for me, that was the most challenging thing to do because I had such a skewed image of who I was in my body. So I started writing them on paper and I wouldn't even say it out loud because I was in my head. This is so stupid. This isn't going to work. This is, you know, I don't know why people do this. This is silly. And I would just write it. And then, um, Three years ago, I went through a yoga teacher training and they really hone in on I am statements and empowering yourself and getting in front of that mirror and saying, I am beautiful. I am lovable. I am a leader or whatever it is that you, you are trying to become. And that's where my life began to massively shift. And I started to see there's power in these words. There are power in the words that you say to yourself. And it's like a little part of me knew that, which we all do. We all know that when we think about it, we're like, yeah, we know that. We know sticks and stones can't break my bones, but words can never hurt me, right? That's what we hear Mm -hmm. as a kid. But yet when somebody says something to you as a kid, it hurts. Mm -hmm. The words have power. So when we say, I am, whatever that is, is powerful. And I had a priest, um, I guess it was a few months back. He was talking about the phrase, I am. And when you say, I am beautiful, or I am silly, or I am whatever that statement, good or bad is, you are stating Christ is because we are a child of God, right? So when I say I am beautiful, I'm now also saying I am a product of Christ. So Christ is beautiful. Mm 
So if we sit there and say, I am stupid, you know, let's say that's something that we say, or I'm not smart enough. Let's, let's be not as harsh, right? I'm not smart enough. Well, you're now saying that your, your father is not smart enough. And when we put it in that direction, it's kind of like, well, well, I never said that. That's not my meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. My meaning is I can't figure this out right now. So I feel not smart enough. You're not a toenail. I saw the the best, I'm going off on a little tangent here, but okay. I saw the best um, post the other day from a, a close friend of mine. and He stated, you are not a toenail. So you are not fat. We're in the health and wellness business. A lot of people will say I'm overweight or I'm fat or I'm, my story was I'm too skinny and I'm weak, right? But we're not, we have fingernails, we have fat, we have, you know, skin and bones, but we are not that. And once I started to understand that on a deeper level, my belief in myself started to change. I realized I am so much more than just an eye or a piece of hair or, you know, fat in my body or skin and bones or, you know, what I saw in the mirror. I was so much more than that. Oh, that is, I love that. And you know what? Um, It just, you're not defined by that. Like you said, I mean, I think that's such a great point. Like there, everybody has something about themselves. Often it's either, something, you know, physical appearance or a way that we act or react to situations, you know, that we don't really um, like about ourselves and that we would really like to change, you know, that maybe we're not proud of or that we're not happy about. But if we can kind of understand that we're not defined by that, like right Mm -hmm. now, that might be the situation. And, you know, maybe if it's something physical, it'll always be the situation. But so what? There are so many other beautiful things about each and every person, because as you said, we were all made in the image of God. And so Mm -hmm. I just, I love that so much. And what you said also about the thoughts that you are having and really the things that you're speaking to yourself, for me, that's where it all started. Um, When I started to become aware of the subconscious things that I was thinking or saying to myself, like I would do something and I would say, you're so stupid. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say I am. I would kind of talk to myself like, you're so stupid. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not patient. You're so impatient like that. But I wasn't even aware of it until, you know, I started kind of looking more into affirmations and being uh, mindful and, and meditation and all of these things Um, where we kind of just slow down and take the time to realize what are you saying to yourself? Because most of the time, these are things that we would never say to somebody else, right? We would never look at somebody and say, you're stupid. You know, you're, you're so impatient or whatever the case may be. And so to me, that is kind of the, the starting point for, for a lot of people is just, if you can make people understand, Hey, stop sometime during the day and just think and listen to what you're saying to yourself. What story are you telling yourself? And you have the ability at any time to rewrite that story. You can pick up the pen and you can rewrite your whole story. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I love that so much. And I love that there's so much more awareness being brought around this and people are, are practicing this more. So in terms of kind of practicing and daily practices, I know that you, um, you do prayer and meditation. So tell us a little bit, because I'm trying to get myself a lot better at meditation. Uh, I know we've talked about this in our group. I'm trying to, um, they're all going to hold me accountable for meditating more. So, (laughs) and and you're great at, you do yoga and meditation. So tell us a little bit about how that has really helped you and how you got into the practice of that. Well, funny story. I hated meditation. I actually ran away from it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We, I was forced yoga teacher training, um, to sit in meditation 10 minutes and forced. When I say forced, you always have a choice. I could have gotten up, um, and left the room, but you don't want to look like, you don't want to be that person that gets up. At uh-huh. least I, I'll speak for my, I didn't want to be that person to get up and be like, I am not doing this. And in the beginning of it, we commit to, to being willing, you know? So I was being willing to sit in the meditation 
and it would, I would want to crawl through my skin and get out of the room. And I know that's not painting a very great picture of what meditation is. Um, but for me, I had a lot of stuff. I had a lot of stories from when I was a kid and beliefs that other people threw on me of who I was. And I had a very challenging time breaking through that because I didn't want to face it. I didn't want to honor those feelings. So the the first step that I took was prior towards meditation was just writing a gratitude journal, things that I was grateful for. And I'm telling you, they were the littlest things. Like the first time I took on this uh, habit, it was the hardest thing for me to do because I would sit there for an hour trying to figure out what I'm grateful for. And then I'd get upset with myself because I would think, I'm blessed. Like I'm very blessed. Why can't I think of anything that I'm grateful for? What is wrong with me? And there's nothing that's wrong with you or my, there's nothing wrong with me. We create this story and this belief, right? So that's where I started um, in the very, very beginning was just writing that gratitude. And it went from writing three things to 10 things to writing three pages if I need to. And there's still, I'll be very honest, like I had a very challenging couple of months, the last few months, and that gratitude journal was the same things I was grateful for every single day. Like to this day, four years later, I still do this every morning. And there are days and moments where I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm grateful for right now. And I know I should be, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so stuck in what's going on. And for me, getting out in nature helps, you know, to be around, you know, the beauty that and that that's helped me. But, um, so I started from there and then I started getting into yoga, which is just the movement of meditation and breath work. And that, and I realized that I feel really good. I feel really calm after doing yoga. So from there went into yoga teacher training where, you know, in the beginning I was saying where I was kind of forced in a way (laughs) to do the meditation. And it was such a sacred space to be able to do that because of the the contracts that we had with each other and being able to share how we're feeling and, and um, being open and willing to, to get in and dive into that meditation. And I realized that helped me feel better about who I was and it helped me release thoughts. You never clear your mind. I want to clear this up because I know there's this miss um, idea of what meditation is and that you're clearing your thoughts out and, and removing thoughts and you have a blank space in your face, in your head. I mean, you never clear out those thoughts. Those thoughts are there. The difference is you see them as passing clouds. You honor them. You recognize they're there. You feel the feelings, but you don't give any feeling to that thought. And when I'm, when I say like you feel the feelings, you, you recognize and honor, okay, I feel upset right now. I feel, you know, anxious right now. I feel excited right now, whatever that feeling is around that thought. And you just let it pass by like it's a cloud. And then if you are in the space to come back and either write it in a journal, or if you're in a space like I was in yoga, you talk about it and you discuss what it is that came up for you. And then that um, thought doesn't have power as much as it did before. And the more you give power to, or the more you work through those beliefs that, that are of power, that are lowering your self-belief, the more your self-belief starts to increase. So for me, meditation is still a challenge every single day. I'll be very honest. I haven't meditated in like three days. <laughs> like I did yoga two days ago. So that is a form of meditation, but actually to sit down in front or sit down on the ground or on a block. I sit on my yoga block and with my eyes closed and my hands on my lap, I have not done that. Um, and it's, it's a daily struggle for me, but I also know when I don't do it, this self-belief, self-doubt, self-talk comes back up. And I remember how I felt the moment I was finished that meditation. And it starts to, that feeling starts to take more power than the feeling of the anxiety that you get from the meditation. And it's pushing through. My favorite quote is, everything is, everything is hard. 
And when I say everything, it's on your path. You have the, the choice of staying where you are, which is hard, or you have the choice of moving forward, which is hard. Choose your hard. And that's, that for me has been a daily affirmation or mantra that I say to keep me moving forward because what's more painful, having that self-doubt, holding yourself back from whatever your goal may be, or having to do the work to move through that self-doubt, to build that belief. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, the pain of one of them starts to overpower the other, which for most of us gets us moving. Some of us are lucky enough to, you know, learn through other people. I'm not one of those people where I had to figure it out on my own. And that makes me, it builds so much more strong character, I believe. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it's all, I was thinking as you were talking, it's really all about just starting somewhere and developing those daily habits. And that's what leads to the real progress and the lasting change. That's something that we always say. It's daily habits that lead to real progress and lasting change. And I just, you know, I mentioned that I am working on this. I'm working on meditating, but I, for me, and I think probably a lot of people can relate to this. Um, for me, I have so many thoughts going through my head. This is probably most people because we live in such a crazy, busy world. And especially as women, uh, as moms, I mean, there's just a lot of things that we have to do. There's a lot of pressure on us. There's a lot of people we have to take care of that we can feel very overwhelmed. And Mm -hmm. I know that if I take time to stop, relax, meditate, whether, I mean, it may just be five minutes, it might be 20 minutes, um, that I feel so much more at peace. I don't, I don't feel anxious. I'm not impatient. So it's like you said, I know that the results are completely worth it. It's just developing and incorporating that, that daily practice. Um, I do want to give a tip uh, to people because many of our listeners use essential oils and Mm -hmm. I found this to be so helpful for me. Cedarwood is amazing for like just shutting off those racing thoughts. And so I like to, before meditation, just put cedarwood on my temples and it helps so much. Um, In fact, you know, when you said you you sit, you know, with your hand on your um, yoga block and, you know, with your hands open and, and palms up, I like to lay down when I meditate. So I tend to, but a lot of times I fall asleep. <laughs> and, but, you know, I, um, I thought to myself, you know, that's just what my body needed. Like I got, I, I was actually happy about that, the times that it's happened, because that's really hard for me to do to slow down enough. And I thought, you know, I slowed down enough you know, that my body just needed a, you know, five or 10 minute nap. And so I fell asleep, you know, so, um, but I think, you know, it's just about, like I said, just, just making the decision that, Hey, I'm going to try this out. Let me just see what, you know, if this, if this really works or, uh, you know, what they're talking about. And one other thing that I wanted to mention that I think is so helpful because of all the racing thoughts and everything that we have in our head, we can get so overwhelmed with the to-do list that's just swirling around in our head that it just seems like we don't take action because there's, it's like, there's too much. I just don't know where to start. So I have found that um, I do something called brain dumping where you just like start writing down all of the thoughts. Like it could be like, Oh, I need to go to the grocery store. It could be, it could be anything, things that you need to do, just reminders. But once you get it all on paper, it's less daunting. It usually is like, okay, that's totally manageable. Now let me start to do it and just click it off the list. So for people who aren't into or haven't started journaling and things like that, that might be a really good place to start just by like writing down those thoughts, get them out of your head, get them on paper, and then they don't seem as overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that idea. Um, that's something I actually just started to do because I, I just got into journaling again. I did a little bit in the past. Um, like my gratitude journal is just a non-negotiable for me. So when I say journaling, I mean like writing my thoughts out, writing what's coming up for me. And, um, that that's so powerful. Like I, I had, I thought it was 
silly, to be honest with you, when it came to journaling. And then I also had this story of um, my stuff is not going to be private. I, I live with my boyfriend and, and I, in the past, have not with any guy, but in the past in my childhood, I had my stuff gone through. And because of that happened, um, I had this fear of like people finding out about, you know, these thoughts that I have. And it's not that these thoughts are bad. It's just when we have thoughts, we think we're the only one who have these thoughts and we don't want anybody to know, or it's something that's very personal, personal and emotional for us. So it's something that we don't want people to know. And that was something over time where, again, the pain just got too much. And I constantly heard from mentors around me and my friends around me, like, you need to journal, you need to journal. And I started a little bit of doing it, just typing on the computer, which helped a little bit. But actually having the pen flow is a completely different feeling. Um, so I thought that was, that's, that's very powerful. And I wanted to quickly backtrack um, a little bit when you were talking about when you first started meditating, you would lie on your back and, and go to sleep is something that you do. And um, when I think about it in college, I would take a break from studying. Um, I had to study. I was like studying for me was a challenge. Like I, I have to read things three or four times. I'm, I had the story of not being good enough and I've learned to develop like, no, it's not that you're not good enough or you're not smart enough. You just have to do things extra and that's okay. Um, and I would get overwhelmed and I would just lay down on my stomach and it's not necessarily that I would go to sleep or nap. Like that's what I would call it. Oh, I'm going to go take a nap, but I would lay on my stomach, close my eyes and just start thinking and like almost like daydreaming of what you know I want or um, things that made me happy like sitting on the beach or whatever it was and my body would calm down and I realized now looking back at it I was meditating <laughs> um, but I allowed myself to come into this peak of like stillness and quietness and my you know, younger brain thought I was sleeping and napping. But when I look back at it, I was actually meditating. So if that means for you to lie down on your stomach or on your back or in a comfortable space, do it. Um, I'm working with a woman right now who is a mom of two really young kids, like under the age of three years old. Her husband works full time. She works full time. And she needs that space to clear because as a new mom, especially of two young kids, it's overwhelming and you just don't have you at all. So now what she does is she walks on her lunch break. She goes for a 10 minute walk, no phone, no person, no, no other person, and just does a walking meditation and, and just taking in what is in her space around her. And that's another great space that you can go to as far as meditation um, to help to, to clear out those, those thoughts or, you know, to ground yourself if you don't have the other time or um, resources to do so. That's a really great tip because there is always a way to make it work for you and your lifestyle. You know, it's yeah. kind of like the quote that, um, Gosh, I'm not going to be able to quote it now that I said that, but um, I'm trying to think like basically e you'll either find a way or you'll find an excuse, right? Whatever yes. you want, you know, you'll make the way or you'll find an excuse. Um, so let's let's now move into or let's recap a little bit first for listeners that all of this may be a little new and, you know, maybe. And I hope everybody knows that they were made for more. Um, but, you know, hopefully we have some people that are like, yeah, you know, I know that I'm made to do great and big things in the world, but they maybe don't have that belief. Um, they haven't even really set goals before and they don't have any of these practices in place. So let's give them just some very simple first steps of how to begin to incorporate these things and to build belief in their life. First, I want to um, acknowledge everybody who's listening to this. And if you're just starting in that journey, I honor and acknowledge you because it is very powerful. It is very challenging. And it is so like you were so meant for greatness. If you have a pulse, if you're breathing, you're walking and you're moving your body, you are meant for so much more. And, and, and if you don't believe that, please take my belief from me about you because it's so true. Um, and that's something that, that also was said to me that I, that stuck with me to help me build that belief. But it's, it's taking, 
just small baby steps, you know, just acknowledging yourself in the morning. You don't have to say anything to yourself. You know, we're, we're very, very quick to point out the pimple on our face or the wrinkle that we have, or the, you know, the big puffy eyes that we have when we first wake up in the morning. And it's just taking that acknowledgement of I'm a human being. I am, I am here. I'm awake. I have a, I'm breathing. And I was woken up another day and just look at yourself without any, any, you know, preconceived notion or any um, thought of the outcome of looking at yourself and just acknowledge that you're, you're alive. Right. And then saying three things that you're grateful for this morning, I was grateful. I had my head on my pillow. (laughs) Like I was grateful for my comfy blanket. Like it can be something as minimal as that to as big as, you know, I have breath, I have, um, you know, amazing people around me. I have, you know, the ability to do this podcast, whatever, whatever that is. Um, and just taking one, I am statement. So I am, it could be, I am willing, because when you say I am willing, you are opening up an opportunity for your heart to come out and to really shine and your, your stories and, and inner beliefs that you have to, kind of move over to the sides. I, I envision like, um, almost like, I don't want to say mud, but like an, a landscape where when you say I am willing, everything just slides over and it, it clears that path for you to take on whatever it is that day, whether it's a compliment or, you know, at that moment, something might not be going the way you expected it to be, but there's a lesson in that. And that's a whole nother conversation, (laughs) but, um, you know, taking that just those, those little steps. And if that is overwhelming, then just start with, you know, walking outside Mm -hmm. and just being in nature and just recognizing like I'm alive. There's something so much bigger out here than I am. Absolutely. You know, it's funny you said um, to listeners, borrow my belief. And I've, I've heard that before. I've never had really anybody say that necessarily to me, but I've heard that, you know, in other things that I listen to. And it's so true. If you think about it, some people have such low belief in themselves and in their abilities. And, and I know, yeah, you said that you could totally relate to that. I mean, that was your journey, you know, several years ago. Um, So borrow some, it's okay to borrow somebody else's belief for a little while until you, until you, you know, you start to believe and you start to have your own beliefs and build that belief. But this is why it's so important to be around positive people and to, Mm -hmm. to pour in. I had somebody tell me one time talking about kids, if you don't pour in the good stuff, you're not going to get the good stuff out. You know, we've have to fill with, with the good stuff here. We're talking about obviously positivity and um, positive thinking and mindset to build that belief. But you know, you're going to get out basically what you put in. So mm-hmm. I think that that, that is so key. And it could, maybe people just start um, with one affirmation maybe it's maybe it's gratitude like you said um or maybe it's one affirmation like I'm doing with my kids and if you decide to do this something like this with your kids then you as the parent can help to reinforce their I am statements you know throughout the day you know it's nice to try and kind of catch them in whatever their I am statement is or or just remind them of it um, this morning, it was interesting because my son wanted to, he wanted me to wake him up early because he wanted to work out with me. And so I was like, okay, I, you know, I made him go to bed early. I was like, the only way that you can do that is if you go to bed early tonight. And so he went to bed early. Um, and so I woke him up at 530 and we went, you know, we did a workout. And so I, at, during the workout, I said, so what's your affirmation today? And he said, I am disciplined. And I was just like, you are, look, you're, you're proving it right now. You are, you know? And so it was just like a great, like, I don't know. It just kind of connected everything. I was like, because he didn't, I don't think he really understood that like the workout was, was discipline. And so, but I was able to connect that for him. Like, see, you're proving you absolutely are disciplined, you know? And so, um, just, 
I think just lifting each other up, whether it's your kids, your friend, your neighbor, just being that positive person that lifts others up and helps others rise is just, that's what, that's the kind of community that we uh, hope to create. And, and I hope that people see that, you know, um, so so now, Danny, I want to ask you some questions that I love to ask our podcast guest. So the podcast is called Take the Upgrade. And to us, that means basically that we make small changes every day or we upgrade in one or more areas to get us to what our goals are. So really just going back to, it's about those daily habits that lead to the real progress and lasting change. So if I were to ask you kind of, what does take the upgrade in your life mean to you? What would you say? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, so taking the upgrade would be for me. Hmm. Working through the uncomfortable, which is some for it's different for everybody. Let me, let me say that. Um, we tend to be, and I'll speak from I here, a creature of habit and um, to really upgrade or I call up level, we have to work through that uncomfortable, um, the fear, um, the anxiety around it. I can, I tend to become anxious um, easily and depending on what the activity is or what it what um the fear is around i can hesitate so instead of that hesitation going back to um the affirmation of counting backwards five four three two one blast off go um and that's something that i'm still working on and and is a working progress and will be a working progress. Um, we're always a working progress, right? So, um, for me, it's, it's that it's, it's getting comfortable with the uncomfortable and continuously pushing through that fear, um, and, and moving forward towards my goal and, and knowing like, okay, this self-doubt that's coming up, remember this conversation that I just had? Well, you know, you can do it. Um, and I look back at, you know, what I achieve and that, that's another thing. Um, we didn't really cover on that. I wanted to quickly say is when you have that self doubt, look at the stuff that you achieved. And even though it might seem very small, like for me, it was, it was very small. Like graduating college was a big deal for me. It took me quite a while. Um, and there were classes that I didn't do well in that I had to retake. And when I looked at that, I was like, Oh, I achieved that. So if I can achieve that, I can achieve anything else. You know, I, I put my mind to that and I worked at it. So I know I can achieve that or like something as little as a, a push up. If you're in your health and fitness journey and you know, you're, you're just starting and you accomplish one push up. Well, if you did one push up, you can continue to do another one. It may not be today or tomorrow, but it'll, it'll happen. Mm -hmm. so. so really just kind of looking back at what you've accomplished in your life just mm -hmm. as support for, I can do this. I've done either this before or similar things before. And that is a way to build belief, like you said. So that's a really great point. So in knowing that the things that we do every day, the small decisions that we make, you know, make the biggest difference in the long term, what are some of your daily upgrades or non-negotiables? Like, do you have stuff that you're like, I'm going to do this no matter how life tries to get in my way? Yes. Yes. I love this. And it's so important. Those non-negotiables are so, so important, whether you're a stay at home mom and that's all you do is take care of your kids or you are running in your CEO business, uh, CEO of your business. Um, they're so important because we cannot pour from an empty cup. So for me, it is faith fitness, fun, and fun is huge. And I've realized that over the last, um, the last year, honestly, because I'm very much a type A personality and I work, 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 work. And then my cup is so empty that I'm so not myself. And I am a yellow. Um, if you guys haven't done your colors, yellow is is one where you crave fun. Like if it's not fun, you're not going to do it, which is funny with a type A personality, right? So, mm -hmm. um, 
fun is what fuels me. So if I'm not laughing several times throughout the day, if I'm not jumping around dancing or outside doing something, um, at least at some point in my day, um, I know that I have not fulfilled that cup. So for me, those are, those are definitely non-negotiables. Waking up in the morning, my gratitude journal, my affirmations are non-negotiable guys. Like I am not kidding when I talk about self-belief and how these beliefs will always be there. They will always be there. But what is more powerful is coming towards those resources and those tools to be able to quiet those beliefs down to know that, oh, these these are stories that I was told as a child. And this is not who I am. Again, I'm not a fingernail or I'm not a, a finger or whatever you want to say. I'm not these stories. I am so much more than that. And coming back to those affirmations or those tools or those resources that'll help you bring you back to that. There are days where I wake up and I'm like, who am I today? What, what did I used to do? Cause I don't feel like, you know, I'm capable of doing these again. And that's so normal. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a journey. It's an everyday choice and you know, it's a never ending journey. So tell us, I love to ask these little fun questions. Tell us what book you are reading right now. Oh my gosh. I don't have it sitting here, do I? Um, I just started, I was looking for my book. I just started Gabby Bernstein's Judgment Detox. Um, I I love Gabby Bernstein. Um, she is just a, a, an amazing woman who really teaches you coming back to love and whatever you believe, you know, I know here for us, we believe in God and that God is love, right? So it's coming back to God. And um, we have judgments and that's just normal. Like it's, it's common. We're human. And I'm finding here that when we're in judgment, we're out of love. And to come back to judgment is doing non non-negotiables and habits to get you back there. So this book teaches you that. And uh, it's been pretty cool so far. So I love that book. I've actually read that book. And I used to say to myself, I would be like, kind of like analyzing something, not even like someone just like certain things. And in my mind, just kind of thinking about them or like, why did this happen or, or whatever. Um, and it's really judgment. I mean, all of it's really judgment. And she, one thing that she says in the book that always sticks with me is because we can beat ourselves up for that. You know, I would always say, gosh, well, why am I even thinking about that? Or, you know, why am I judging that or whatever? And she, she says in the book, witness your judgment without judgment. Like you have yes. to see, you know, see yourself with love in order to then, you know, see other people with love. I look at love. I absolutely love her whole book. I mean, I love her in general, but I love, I love that book. And she does, you may not have gotten to this part yet because it's towards the end of the book. She does the, um, she does EFT, the emotional freedom technique, the tapping. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not, but I've just started doing um, some of that. And it's actually, I was introduced to it in that book, but then um, my um, doTERRA team is doing some training, some neuro training. And that's one of the tools. There's a lot of neuro tools and that's one of um, the tools. And it's so interesting. It's just amazing because it's all based on neuroplasticity that we can actually reform our brains, remold and retrain our brains, which is just a phenomenal concept that we have the power to do that. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And that, that gets me more excited. Um, Cause I did just start the book and I know EFT is very powerful. Um, I was introduced to it through Gabby, one of, through one of her workshops and um, you know, that, that helps me a lot with my anxiety and uh, you know, the little stories that I'll have that come up that will come up for me. Um, so I'm ex- really excited about that. And um, with the brain, um, you know, meditation is one of those things that helps you retrain the brain. There's so much science around it. In the yoga studio that I I attended for yoga teacher training, we worked with University of Miami with meditation and how it actually like heals the brain and allows um, the matter in the brain to heal itself, which I thought is so like, I can talk about the brain all day. (laughs) 
Well, isn't it amazing that when we give our bodies what they need on a foundational level, that they have the ability to heal themselves. So something as simple that doesn't cost you any money, (laughs) you know, sometimes we think, oh, we have to spend all these dollars to like heal ourselves and things like that. Meditation, something so simple that you can do anywhere, anytime is actually super healing. So that, I mean, that's just one example, but that's, that's awesome. So tell us as we kind of wrap up what some of your, well, first, what is your favorite healthy snack and what would be a favorite indulgence? Like, do you indulge in certain things sometimes? Uh, favorite healthy. I love vegetables. I I really do. I love vegetables and fruit. Um, it is something that is, it's just so refreshing to me. Um, it's, I just, I can eat them all day long, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my indulge, I love chocolate. Like, I love chocolate. Um, and ice cream. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Me too. Same here. Those are two that I can just, oh my gosh, I love, but, um, I like, I'm a sweets person. I've, that was my weakness. Um, that still can be my weakness, but I've learned how to do healthier versions of it. Um, which, you know, I, I teach to, to my clients and stuff cause it's so important, um, to still be able to indulge because here's the thing, like we have, um, we want to, get into our health and fitness. We want to follow certain goals and eat healthy and have healthy habits, but we also want to fuel our soul and our soul needs food. Also we're fueling our body, but we're fueling our soul and ice cream for me is a soul food. There's just, and it's portion control for sure. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love, I, I saw somebody say recently that instead of, you know, a lot of people think of it like a cheat day and that word has such a negative concept. We should just kind of think about it, kind of retrain ourselves to think about it as a choice day. This is a choice that I'm making. We shouldn't feel bad about it. We shouldn't feel guilty. No, we shouldn't be doing it every day either. But, you know, from time to time, we should treat ourselves. You know, that's what's like, what life is about is enjoyment and pleasure and not feeling guilty and bad when we do something like that, that, that we love. Yes. Yes. That, that is so important to me. And I love that. I I've, haven't heard of the, the choice day. Um, I've heard it as a treat day and that's what I'll refer to as a treat because it, it is a treat. I mean, you're, let's face it, but to say it's a cheat day and that's something I did for years. I mean, my, my new um, fitness journey is um, very interesting. I went through um, stages where I thought I was weak, where cause I was always small. I was, I had the opposite effect of most people. I was hated because I was always tiny. Um, and people would always come and eat a cheeseburger. And I, that's part of where like the image issue started to come from. And then when I got into the fitness, I learned to control and the control became obsessive. And then I, you know, have developed disordered eating from that. And, um, through that you start to like, your wording around food starts to become distorted and the cheat meal is such a disordered way of looking at food. Your food is fuel. It's supposed to fuel your body. You're supposed to put, you're supposed to nourish the body. Um, but we also need to nourish our souls. And if our souls are craving some ice cream, because maybe we need that dopamine effect at that moment and you know, it is what it is having a small amount of ice cream is not going to hurt you. It's not, it's not a cheating. You're not cheating on yourself. You know, it's not fidelity. It's not adultery. It's food. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't, you know, like that's just in, in my personal opinion. I just don't, I really don't like that word. I agree. So. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> So, so you mentioned working, these are things that you work with your clients on. So let's tell everybody how they can connect with you. And of course, we'll link in the show notes, um, you know, yeah. your, your website, social media, all of that, but just let's let everybody know how they can find you and connect with you. So I am on Instagram. You can find me on social media, Instagram and Facebook on Facebook. I'm Danny Nicole, um, on Instagram. I'm Danny Leithhead, which is my last name. And, and this will all be accessed at, um, 
in the show notes. Uh, Nicole is my middle name. So for Facebook, that's, that's what I have on there. But, um, you guys can reach me on social media, send me messages, reach out to me. Um, any way I can add value to you. I would love to do that. So, and, um, I'm opening up my coaching to one-on-one coaching. Um, so I also have access there and you'll find a link for that on my Instagram page. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Danny. This was so much fun. And I know that this is, this is the message that so many people needed to hear. So, and I know those the right people will listen to this and this is where it will start for some of those people. This is where they'll start to see that they can build belief in themselves. So I just thank you so much for coming on. It was really fun. Yes. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun and, and, uh, I'm honored that you asked me to, to be a part of your podcast and I honor everybody that's listening and, um, any, any value that you've taken away. Um, I'm very grateful for. So thanks for listening to today's take the upgrade podcast to make sure you don't miss any of our episodes, click subscribe now. And if you love today's episode, we would be so grateful if you would share it and leave us a review. If you'd like to learn more about what it means to take the upgrade, including daily tips and inspiration, follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram. We also have a free ebook waiting for you on the top three habits to upgrade your health. You can download that by visiting our website, anaturalshift.com and opting into our email. Links are in the show notes. And as always, it's those daily choices that lead to real progress and lasting change. Until next time.